0: Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Brock Talk podcast. Real talks with a real dude discussing real things. The podcast today is another solo one. I don't have a guest yet. That is yet. Not ever. It's coming. It's coming down the pipeline. I got some people in the mix. We just got to find a time and a not a place, but we got to find a time and a setting that's going to work best for them and for me. And hopefully we can work that out. But until then, welcome. Thank you for tuning back into the pod. I hope you enjoyed the last one. If you didn't listen to it yet, make sure you go over to wherever it is. I don't I don't know. I'm trying to, like, say go over to the YouTube face. Just wherever it's located, wherever you're listening to this one right now, obviously. Try to flip on back and listen to the last one. I have a lot of them out there, but this is season two. So we're season two of the Brock Talk listen to that one. And if you're interested in being a guest, after listening to that, let's do it. Come on the pod. Let's chat. Let's chat. Anywho, solo pod today. Got some things on my mind. Got some discussions, some topics to talk about. And we're just going to get right into it. So welcome to the show. Before we get any farther, I should say, make sure wherever you're watching this or listening to, do the things you got to do. Follow on Spotify like on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, share on your social medias, get the pod out there, get it up and atom for people to listen to. Because it's gonna be great. We got some things in the mix. The Brock Talk is not the getting around. We are gonna do the thing, ladies and gentlemen. And that's kind of getting into my first first discussion, my first topic, the grind. The grind before the shine. We've said this in in past. I'm really trying to wrap my head around that concept. Because I've been obviously doing my due diligence with my business and other things. The podcast, obviously. And I'm, I'm trying to find some other endeavors. I'm trying to diversify my finances. Get as much influxes and inflows of income as possible. At a healthy rate, though. At a rate that I obviously can manage and Nothing is sacrificed. That was obviously why I went into just full-time videography, and that was the only thing I'm doing right now, because I wanted to not be in a bunch of places at once. I didn't want to be pulled in many places. But I've come to the realization that that's could be a positive thing if you do it right, if you manage it well, if you find the certain avenues that you can bring to the hierarchy of where they want to be. So, like, I want my video production company to be at its peak it can ever be. Like, I want that to grow to the moon. But I also don't want to sacrifice other things of income to where, let's say, something happens, you know? Like, I don't know. Something. Something happens in the video space that I can no longer make money in. Well, I'm kind of screwed if that's all the chips i was putting in right or that's where i was putting all my chips flip side right i don't want a ton of one chip here and there and nothing is building at all so that's kind of the the thing i've come into is can't really have all your chips in one basket unless you really know for certain that basket it is phenomenal but you can't have yourself spread thin and and no growth to be happening so i'm i'm sitting here and i'm I'm figuring out things that kind of correlate with each other too, you know, like I want my business to grow videography wise but I also kind of want to adapt it and grow it as a brand as a as a a company you know like a multimedia company or other things merchandise who knows right sky's the limit, so that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now is trying to find things that correlate with each other, but if it's it's like the uh it's like the, uh, the dragon. Ah, what's the dragon from Godzilla? Has the three heads. King Giora. King, Gora. King King Giora. Anyways, the three-headed dragon, right? If you cut one head off, the other two are still able to, like, exist. So it's kind of finding that in in your financial and just everyday life. Trying to find something that... You can have great success in, it can be really good, and, and things can, can correlate with each other, but if, if one of them ends, it doesn't hinder the other two or, or multiple things. Uh, so that's what I've just been trying to do, and kind of this, this first topic, I was talking about grinding it out, you know, really grinding for the shine. you got to grind before you can shine. You, you can't expect success if you're not working towards that success. But I'm, I'm also coming to the realization that it's, it's all about balance as well. I was listening to a podcast earlier. Can't tell you exactly what it was on because I listened to a lot of different ones. But they were just talking about how like many people think that you have to be busy in order to be productive. And that really resonated with me. Is like There's days that I don't really get a lot done, like a lot of diverse things done. I might get something done, and it might be like really good. Let's say like a video edit, for example. I might get that done, or a chunk of it done, and I'm I'm really satisfied with it. But maybe I wasn't working a full eight hours, or like it, it didn't take me a long time, or like I didn't get a ton of other things accomplished. Like I got that thing done, but. These other things could have happened too. So that success kind of gets hindered because it, it just feels like, oh, I wasn't busy enough. And the quote from the podcast was, being busy and being productive are two very different things. And I, I really like that. And that's something I kind of wanted to share is that's, that's awesome to accept, you know, is like, you might work two hours out of the day, but it's not... The two hours itself, it's what you do within that two hours that really matters, you know? I know people, and I was one of these people, like, who are working a desk job or working these other jobs, that they're working 8, 10, 12 plus hours a day, and they're staying busy, but are they doing anything? Are they progressing? Are they growing? Are they, are they succeeding? Maybe not really. Maybe, maybe not, and it's all about finding that that balance of... of productivity, and time management, and satisfaction in order to be successful. You can get a lot done in in two to four hours. You know, that's that's kind of where I find myself sometimes throughout the day. Is like, I only, I cranked out a couple things of editing, and it took me four hours. And it kind of like burns me out, and I'm like, man, I, can't, I don't think I can do this for another four hours, making an eight-hour day. Or like I, I I kind of feel just overwhelmed or I feel like I feel good. I feel like I, I I hit a lot today. I got I got my objectives done. Typically, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to make a list. So I have this whiteboard in my studio and I'm trying to make a list about five things. It's actually three tiers, I would say so it's there's there's 15 things on this list, but they're in three tiers. So I have one list that is solely like, like life and, and spiritual growth. It's like very like just day-to-day, common things that I need to do every single day. And these are kind of like the bottom of, of this tier pyramid I like to I'm thinking of it as. So at the base of this tier pyramid, this three-layered pyramid, I have this tier of five goals of the day. And these goals are just very simple, very basic. They don't take a lot of skill. They really don't take anything. They just take the wherewithal to to do them and just get them done. And that's uh, drink my water for the day. So get my hydration in and I have my certain amount that I want to get. Eat my foods I need to get. And I kind of said this on my Snapchat story or Instagram story. Uh, just vegetables and protein. We eat a lot of carbs. We eat a lot of processed food and sugars. So I try to keep it simple. Like I'm trying to eat, vegetables and protein like eat that today you can maybe along with your your carbs and your sugars and whatever but um don't just eat shit eat vegetables eat protein uh what's the next one exercise again in a general sense i i know my specifics that i need to get but just exercise um what's that three uh read something not on social media so I've been finding myself in the social realms just reading a lot of junk, you know. I love Twitter. I'm a, I'm a Twitter junkie. I love it. I do kind of get a lot of my media from it. Read something not on social media. It doesn't, doesn't have to mean the internet, like if you get your sources from that. But like read something that's like not like just social media propaganda. Not to like read a newspaper, read an article, like poly, whatever it is. Read a book. Read something on business. Read just read something, not on social media. That's what I'm getting at. So that was my fourth thing, and then my fifth thing: make someone's day. Make someone's day. Tell them you love them. Tell them they're cared for. Tell them you just give them some positivity. Say, say say they're loved. They're cared about. You care about them, um, and that's why I kind of left it last. Is like that. That feeds into so so much of your everyday life. Like I found when I start to compliment people more. I start feeling better about myself. That's funny. Like, they're not returning the favor necessarily. Sometimes they do, but you just say, hey, love you, or hey, man, what's up, man? I care about you. How, how's the day going? I admire you. I'm, I'm happy for you doing this. Like, explain that to them. And then even if they don't reciprocate it back to you, you just feel so much better and you feel so much positive because you're giving positive things that it just, like, it, it creates this energy that you can just... Take into those other things. So then like you're, you're positive. So you're not like, oh, f- hell yeah. I'm going to go. Now I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to drink the amount of water I need to get. I'm going to eat my vegetables, eat my protein. I'm going to read. I'm going to get my exercise in. And that's why I put them at the base because everything's kind of built from that. If I'm taking care of myself in a good mental, spiritual way for my health and my well-being, that's going to trickle into my job and and other things. So then the second tier is going to be things that are going to drive my success like financially and, and career based wise that way I can I can obviously build a lifestyle for myself and I can continue to do these positive things. And it's it's one of those reoccurring things. It's a circle. It's a circle, not a not a line, not a line, it is a circle. I don't remember what that is, but it is it's a circle, you know. Things feed into one thing and it comes back into the other thing. So that's, that's this tears, the circular tier I'm talking about with this pyramid makes probably no sense to you guys, but <laughs> bear with me. So the second tier is going to be something business centric, uh, financial centric, something that's going to, to progress my career and, and my life in a financial successful way. Um, and these are obviously like job-related, so it could be progress this edit, um, make these emails like work-related task. Then the last thing in the, the circle pyramid thing that I'm talking about um, are like common things that aren't necessarily like vital. Like they could happen or they couldn't. They're not that crucial, but. It, it completes it, you know. It completes the puzzle. It completes the pyramid. It completes the circle. Biggest thing is accounta- accountability. I feel like these lists that I'm starting to do is like, they they hold you accountable and they give you this sense of su- satisfaction and success. When you have this, like I have a whiteboard in my studio, like I said, and I'll wipe one off the list when I'm done with it. And there's a satisfaction to that. So I started making these lists because I, I felt it could help me better at succeeding. Not just feeling busy because I... I run around a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm always doing stuff, but they're not necessarily progressing me in anything. So it's finding means that can help me be productive. And cool thing about it is with those 15 things, I could get them done in the morning. You know, I could eat, exercise, not my water, obviously, but um, I could bang out a lot of those in a small amount of time. And then I have time to do other stuff. So I have time to have a hobby, have a life, things like that. So, as someone who's came out of, like, the, the stereotypical business world and kind of started working for myself, being my own boss, like, building my own schedule, that was, like, the biggest thing. Is like, I'm not making these, like, stereotypical decisions. Like, I'm not going to, like, set a 9 to 5, set a fucking schedule. Because I don't feel like that ever worked for me. I need to find things that, that work best. So, like, having the, the more, like, hey – I just need to get this stuff done. It's a lot better. I'm a lot more satisfied. I'm a lot less like mentally at ease. I'm not stressed out as much. I still have like the common stress, you know, like bills and all that shit. But I'm not stressed about, oh, fuck, I'm here 9 to 5 o'clock. Like that was always the worst. Like you just have this restraint to yourself. You're like restricted. You feel like you're in a a cage. I hate that. That's why I love what I'm doing now. I love the fact that I have like this, this freedom to it and like this energy to it. It's not like, like I'm, I'm lazy, procrastinative, like whatever, like I'm still getting shit done. I'm still figuring things out, but I'm also doing it my way. Like, and it's very satisfying and that bleeds out into just the life as a whole. Like I'm, I'm satisfied and that satisfaction makes me want to be satisfied elsewhere. I really, really believe in grinding for the shine. Like you gotta work, okay? Shit just doesn't happen. You have to you have to build it, you have to create it, you have to cultivate it and let it grow and, and work and grind. But it's it's different than that. It's not this like pound yourself into a pole, beat yourself into the pavement, and just just, just go, 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 grind, 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 and just, just hate yourself. Like oh yeah, like I'm I'm working like twenty hour days, like oh yeah, like I gotta get up at six a.m. I gotta do or four whatever it is, you know. It's finding balance. It's finding something that works for you. So it's it's finding the grind, the 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 work, the thing that you really love. Because I'll be honest, like I can sit in my studio and I can be out here till like eleven a.m. I'm totally fine with it. I'm totally fine with like oh I'm. Wow, he's working at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, because I love it. And that's the, that's the big thing about it is when you love it, when you care about it, and when you can establish a balance around it that helps you stay into that grinding mentality, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like like grind. Like grind, the word grind, I feel is like a, a negative word. You got to grind, you got to go, you got to like rah, rah, rah. You're going to do that for your whole life and you're going to come to a point like, golly, I literally did grind. I grind my body into a, a pulp, and now I'm sitting here in my years when I'm 70. I'm able to retire, but I'm beat the shit up. Yeah, throw me in like a fucking nursing home because I just ruined my life. I worked all of this time, and I got here, but now I can't enjoy it because I got ruined by that, that period of time. That is, that, is, that is mental to me. That is absolutely mental. Grinding for the shine is very, very true. I, I very, very agree with it much. Like you have to put in the work. You have to put in the due diligence. You have to do the things necessary. Just not in the sense of how people normally perceive it as. Like you don't have to work these long hours. You don't have to wake up. You don't have to deprive yourself of sleep and, and love and laughter to be successful. You can do those things. You can, you can be somebody without just sucking your life force away. All right. So there's there's that uh kind of just a little, your little motivation for the podcast, your little motivated thing. Now, let's segue into something else. Uh I had I ah, I don't want to get political. I can't believe I'm doing this to be honest. I just have to I have to make my peace with this. I have to say my two cents just just so I feel better cuz sometimes just just letting it out and just just saying what's on your mind, even if it, it maybe it's right, right or wrong or whatever. But just just speaking out and just getting it out off your chest, it just makes things a lot better. Here's what I gotta say when it comes to politics and stuff. the The biggest thing in in the political viewpoints of this day and age, especially on social media. And this is kind of something that, that really like pisses me off. Again, this is something I want to get off my chest, right or wrong, whatever. The fact that people are willing to to die on the hill of their political party, no matter the issue, no matter the the, the things that are going on, is very, very like disturbing. Like when when something goes wrong from your your viewpoint. The fact that people like are willing to turn a blind eye and are willing to like argue over certain things, like some of the stuff I read, is is very concerning. It's very disturbing. If something goes wrong, why are you so defensive about saying it did go wrong, or why do you go on the defense? Like it wasn't your fault. Like yeah, like you may have voted a certain way. You may have you may have said a certain viewpoint. And that viewpoint ended up being wrong. Why is it so hard to say that? And some of the things like that are concerning in the world. It's crazy. Like when you see, like, that shit going on with that Afghanistan, and you try to justify it in certain ways, or you try to make something out of it. You tr- you try to make a, a success out of it when it's a, absolutely a failure. <sighs> that is. Oh. That just drives me nuts. Like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong. I'll be the first to, like, admit when so- something's, like, wrong and bad. I did not vote during this past election. God, oh, I didn't want to say that, but I did. Okay. I did not vote for anyone during this past election because I just, I didn't feel good about any any of the people. I voted for Trump four years ago, whenever it was right, because I felt it was the right decision at that time. And I stand by that decision. I voted for him, you know. He did a lot of positive things, I feel. Did some fucking weird things also. Some some not so positive things. Said some not so great things. I'll be the first to admit that, though. Back to what I was saying. I didn't vote for anyone because I, I I didn't. What Trump did, again, the successes that he did have, I don't think they like truly, I just, I couldn't morally feel good about voting again for someone like that there was just some some cringy moments and it was that it was not like oh he like like the big things the media tried blowing up like those weren't the reasons i didn't vote for him i just morally like i just morally couldn't i'm like i i just can't you know like there's all this controversy it's it's just i just don't i don't feel good about it i didn't feel good about it now really didn't feel good about joe biden either like i if i had to lean you know if like gunned head. someone forced me, I'll say I would have voted for Trump. And here's my reason. Okay. Uh, Viewpoints aside, he's fucking old, dude. He's fucking old. Like you see the interviews and you you see the things that he says. It's like, okay, Trump said some, some very controversial, some very like inappropriate, some not great things. I don't agree with in those regards, Uh, but I feel like he was at least like coherent enough. Like he's just an idiot. Trump was just a fucking idiot, smart, intellectual, but an idiot. Now Biden, on the other hand, I feel, is wacko, like dementia having ass. You, you just, and you, how can we not see it, guys? How can we, how can we not understand that? You think because he, he's a higher political person that he can't have these issues? And that was like my real reason. It wasn't like the fact that. This, he had certain policies that he was standing on. These certain things. Like, nothing to do with that. It was the fact that I did not feel this dude could run the country in the mental state I felt he was in. I mean, you you see the shit. Like, the shit that bothers me is, like, I don't feel like there's any honest substance that comes out of that dude's mouth. He's always reading a cue card. He's not abstract in his regards. He's not honest. He's not genuine at all. When he is, he's batshit crazy. And those were the reasons I didn't vote for him. So it was the whole fact of like, couldn't morally and ethically like feel good about voting for Trump. Really, I could not feel good about voting for Biden. And I'm not gonna just oh I'm, I'm gonna write this guy in no I just didn't vote. Don't fucking tell me that oh now my opinion doesn't matter because that is fucking bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. You're gonna tell me that I can't have an opinion because I didn't vote for someone? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry I'm saying a lot of cuss words but I'm I'm pretty hyped up. Are you are are you kidding me? Like what? It's just wild of a thought to think like oh you didn't vote for so now uh, anything that ha- like any success or failures you have no opinion on what neither do you just because you voted for someone and he won doesn't mean you like you did the things that he did you set the things in place you, you gave him the opportunity good job there's your clap again that goes back to my thing that is what i'm saying is so now now that shit's hitting the fan with biden you you, you don't like oh not your fault what, wh- why? You were just saying something totally different earlier. You have to die on that hill now. And some people do. They just do it the wrong way. They, ju- they try justifying things. It's like, what are you talking about? Accept it. Throw your hand up. That's why I hate politics. And that's why I don't like talking about politics because the whole fact that we can ha- ha- like you have, like, you have to be in this box. You got to check this box when you go to vote. I don't like that because I, I don't think that way. I'm not all left. I'm not all right. I'm not all center. I'm everywhere. I have viewpoints about everything. I can I can think this this way about healthcare, this way about foreign policy. I can't. I that is my God-given right. It's like, well, that's not right. Who 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 are you to say? Who who the fuck are you to say anything's right or wrong? Oh well, the president you voted for did that, so you suck. No, like shut the fuck up, man. Come on, stupid. Anyways, let's get all politics. Let's talk about sports. I'm all over the place, guys. Sorry today. It's preseason football. Okay, I'm a big football fanatic. I love football. It's kind of like the only like real sport I have it's any diverse knowledge with. Like you try talking about baseball with me, I like I, bare minimum. It's football. It's football. I know. So it's football we're gonna talk about. Um, I can't believe I just talk about politics now. I'm on this stuff. <laughs> this is a true podcast, guys. Real talks with a real dude about real things but the QB situation in the NFL right now and the way like the position is being played and the talent that is being possessed at that position i think now more than ever is like the greatest time to be a football fan how offense are being schemed how again positions are being played i feel the NFL is as exciting as it's ever been I love now, at the age that I'm getting at, I'm enjoying the game itself, you know? So I'm more than happy to root for the Cardinals and watch Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, like, like, ball out. I remember being a little kid. I was always like, no, like, it's our team versus everybody. You can't, like, root for another team. That's stupid. You're not a diehard. Shut the hell up. But, yeah, I... I love it. I'll I'll root for them. I'll root for the guys up in Green Bay. I'm ecstatic about watching the Justin Fields thing play out. Again, the young QBs coming up. Excited to see how Wentz does in Indiana. It's just a lot to watch, a lot to process. And that's enjoyable. You know, that's one thing I feel a lot of people lose out on and they kind of hold themselves back from, is enjoying the game, like watching these good, successful things happen to other teams. Like, yeah, you can have teams you hate. I hate the Cowboys. Respect them, okay? I'll, I respect anyone's play. Don't like them, though. Just uh, Don't like Dallas. Don't like them. Nope, D- nope. Respect you. Can't say I liked you, you know? That's one team I will never really, truly, like, say, oh, I'm glad. Like, that's, that's kind of cool they're having success. Not really. Like, that'll always sting if they ever do. I feel if people will have hate, for every team, that is asinine. Because it's awesome to watch. It's awesome to watch these kids ball out. Love. Well, I'm saying kids. My God. I remember when I was watching football, and you were watching people you looked up to, and you're like, "Wow!" You like you you literally looked up because they were older than you and wiser than you, and like they had this skill. Now I'm sitting here as a 28 year old, going to be 29 year old. Like my age is kind of more to the older side of the NFL. So I, when I say I love seeing these kids ball out, it's crazy to me because that was an an aspect of my life throughout its entirety that I've always looked up at. It's not the fact that like, I'm like middle age in, in the aspect of playing football and I'm looking not down, but in, in the age aspect of it, I'm like looking down at these kids that are, are younger than me and they're in the NFL and they're playing football and I'm like... Whoa, like, it's just a, a mind fuck to be honest. But yeah, so yeah, love, love the way football's going. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna end it here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. By the way, like I said before at the beginning of the podcast, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you follow, download, and share on Spotify. Make sure you share whatever platform it's on. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Say hi to your mother for me. And we'll see you next time.